0: Regina Nissan is a presenting sponsor of off the hosel podcast. And this month you'd get into the new Nissan during the factory approved sales event finance the 2021 Nissan Murano during Murano mania for 0% for 60 months, or check out and pre-order the redesigned 2022 Nissan pathfinder. Make sure to head on down to Regina Nissan today at 1111 broad street in Regina, Saskatchewan, or Visit them online at ReginaNissan.ca.
1: Harbour Golf Club and Resort offers an exciting challenge to all levels of golf enthusiasts. This 18-hole championship golf course is situated on the bluffs overlooking the scenic Lake Diefenbaker in Elbow, Saskatchewan. Feast your eyes on the panoramic views of miles of sandy beaches, the lake, and our spectacular golf course. Take the opportunity to get away from life's hustle and bustle and support local by planning your next day trip to Harbour Golf. Use off the HOSL code on your next booking and get 20% off green fees and a $20 food and beverage voucher for your foursome. Offer not applicable with any other promotion.
0: And that's four birdies in a row for Drew Kosher to close out the day with a smooth 69, ladies and gentlemen. And would you look at that, Troy Kosher stripes one right down the middle on the wrong fairway. The Reverend can't drive, he can't hit his irons, and he can't putt, but boy, can that guy drink. You're listening to Off the Hazel presented by Nissan Regina. Now, here's your host, Drew Kosher, and co host, Troy McClure Kosher. Hey, everybody, welcome back for an episode of Off the Hazel. This is episode 88. My name is Drew Kosher, I'm your host. Not joined by Troy or Dan today, but we're joined by Stat Guy, the intern, Rip. Coach, what's going on, buddy? Oh, Another week, another saddle, another podcast. Another podcast, another good week for the boys. Episode 88. Caner. Caner. Sh- Showtime. Maybe the best American born player of all time is, in the States? Is. is? I'll okay. go on the limb. It is. He is. You truly love to see that. Yeah. You truly love to. <laughs> Okay, let's get into this before we uh, go too far. First, I want to mention that this is a Nissan-driven podcast. Number one place to get your next vehicle, oil change, or any vehicle-related needs. Located on 1111 Broad Street in Regina, Saskatchewan. It's time today you make the switch and drive Nissan. Before you rip off where we're recording from, Rip, my gal just bought a brand new Nissan 2021 Nissan Rogue. These things are unreal. Yep, sexy-looking cars. What did you say last time? I said, what you said. And you're like, These are, I um, forgot what you said. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Buy a Nissan today. The go, Unreal. Go get one. Exactly. Rip, Where are we recording from? We are recording at Divot's Indoor Golf, ro- located on Rochdale Boulevard, right across the street from the Doug Wick, where our host, Coach, used to light up the PJ bah, bah. wagon. The boys. All right. Open pit uh hockey sports news golf, the Tour golf championship whatever else you want to discuss what uh and our weekends first let's go to our weekend roundup rip let's go what did i do this weekend Yep, um hung out with my team a bunch uh it was our first weekend together we just finished uh, a full week of practicing and all that so we had some fun together nice saturday i believe yeah it was saturday Friday night we had a team party, and then Saturday we went out in the morning and uh, played slow pitch. A lot of guys were feeling a little sluggish, and then Shocker. we went, yeah weird. <laughs> uh, so we did that, and then after slow pitch we went over to our assistant coach's house, Mike Berard. Thanks, Mikey. He's got a pool, a hot tub, so the boys just had project party. X. Yeah, it was, it was a good time that day, and then awesome. uh, had another party that night Saturday night, and then double header. Yeah. Triple header for rip. <laughs> <laughs> then Labor Day. <laughs> Saskatchewan referee game the next day. That's a haul. Yeah, I had a northern swing. That's what I was telling you guys. <laughs> I had the northern swing, three and three. That is a hollow weekend. Yeah. Um, how was the Durs game? Um, they played like shit. I had a good time, though. That was my first Durs game, sh- game this year. They were so bad, though. If they scored eight points. They didn't score a single touchdown. Are you supposed to win a game without scoring a touchdown? Yeah, I watched two quarters of it, and then I was kind of like, I'm over this. And yeah. then I had hockey, obviously, that night. But I was happy I didn't have to watch the full game. Yes, yeah, was, wasn't pretty. Um, I hate the fact that we got some bomber fans on my team, too. Scotty it's a loudmouth. He'll just carve everyone for the next week. So, it's a grind, and. He has every right to, but you want to punch him right in the fucking mouth. <laughs> okay, let's, um, what else we got here? Why well, is my weekend didn't do too much? I was on the ice all weekend, yep. right from Friday to Sunday. Continue that into Monday and Tuesday, and, you know, Wednesday's my day off as this has been launched. So, yep. But, uh, yeah, let's go to sport news, hockey news, golf news. What, what do you want to go to first? Well, we'll start with the PGA let's well, do it. Patrick Cantley wins the Tour Championship with minus twenty-one. He did. Yeah. Back yeah. to back weeks. He was leaking oil though. Coming home on a yeah. few of his drives, just yeah, a little a powder little puffs, little f- a little Benny, Heave. float. <laughs> Benny Heave's Benny powder <laughs> puffs. float, float one to the right rough. <laughs> but every time he got a ball in the rough, though, it seemed like it was a perfect lie. Yeah. For him, that was me or you buried. <laughs> could not find it. Yeah. Drop one. Great. Yeah, at the Royal Rough. Oh, where's their ball? Oh, we don't know. John Rom with the Jose Tador <laughs> leaking, <laughs> melting, coming home. Yeah. I love the grind though. He played well too. I thought he was in a um, make a real push at the end yeah. there. Canley just said, "Hey, I'm going to hit one to like 12 feet on the last hole and then yeah. kick in birdie." So Rom finished second, I believe. Yep. Uh, one stroke behind. Abe him. had a hell of a round. A round yeah. three, round four didn't play as great, but. Uh, Round three, he had, a, what is it, 65, I think? I Maybe. could be wrong, too, but I mean, I know it was a low number for sure. He finished at minus 10, so it's a pretty good weekend. It's the top point in the world. <coughs> T9 wagon. Wow. Um, what else is on the golf there? What, what happened? Um, let's saw some names there. I'm trying to think of some guys. Kevin Bro- Brooks didn't play, right? Brooks, he left, uh, had a bad wrist. Bad wrist. Yeah. Kevin Knott third at minus 16. Here's one. Cantley became the sixth player in the FedEx Cup era with four plus wins in a season. Wow! Want to hear the other guys? Yes, please. Tiger Woods did it in 2007, 2008, 2009, and 2013. Rory did it. Like, what? This guy's a cheat code. (laughs) Rory did it in 2012. Spieth did it in 2015. Jason Day also did it in 2015, and Justin Thomas did it in 2017. Wow. Yeah. That's a good list of names though. Yeah. I've heard of those guys? Mm-hmm. Especially Tiger Woods seven times in that <laughs> list. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. What's uh when is Oh don't mess this up. Ryder Cup. When is it? Oh boy. I'm not sure. I wanna say two weeks. Everyone on team USA hates each other though. Yeah, that, that team morale is real high right now. <laughs> so if you're playing against those guys, it's um, basically just chirp one another and you just be like, hey, that guy says this about you. Yeah, And teams just crumble right in front of their own eyes. Eh, they, they may or may not. They're professionals. Let's remember that. True. But uh, I wouldn't be sh- shocked if there were some arguments. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Rip, what's uh, what else is up in the golf world? Uh. The Player of the Year nominees and the Rookie of the Year nominees came out today as well for the men's. Rip them off. Uh, the Player of the Year nominees were Patrick Cantley, Bryson DeChambeau, Colin Morikawa, Harris English, and John Rahm. That's a, also a very good yeah. uh, list of guys as well. And then uh, the Rookie of the Year nominees were Wills Altaris and Garrett Higo. What's that? The Rookie of the Year nominations? No, I heard it. I just wanted to say his name again. Garrett Higo. 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 Sick. I didn't know how to pronounce it. I had to watch a video <laughs> on him. It's Higo. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. What well, else do you want to do? Hockey? We can talk about hockey. Um, Colton Pareko. Where'd he go? Oh, he re-signed. He signed a ticket. Eight year, 52 million. Back to St. Louis. Yeah, back to St. Louis. He's a stud. He's big. He's strong. He's skilled. He's mean. Is he right-handed? Right-handed shot defenseman. Yeah. No wonder they paid for him. Yeah. Y- no kidding. You you can't buy a guy like that anymore. Yeah. If you're 21 and under and a right-handed shot defenseman. Yep. Here's my email. <laughs> 21 and under. Like you you just can't buy uh you can't buy email like that anymore. No. All lefties. Yeah. My I team know. I have one right-handed shot defenseman. Same with the Cougs. Cougs have 10 D. One's right-handed. <laughs> yeah, we have nine and one's right. Jesus. Not good. Um. The Cotinemy? Yeah. Montreal didn't match the offer, so he's going to Carolina for one year. Just one year. One year, six point one. What do they do at the end of the game? The the Carolina what what happens when the they surge. Win? Surge, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Change of the game. Yeah. Change no. of the game. Dude or we'll stick with hockey, so <clears throat> I believe it was it was Friday. So the Pats camp's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And they always skate right after us they just get to play in shit ice second pats so i stick around after our friday practice and uh but playing and uh for people who like people need to go watch this kid like he's so good yeah i watched him for 30 seconds i watched him for one shift and that's where this and there there's a shift where his shifts going viral where he danced three guys yeah backhand dish goal i'm like i like so i'm standing in the far end opposite corner of the scoreboard so by the stands yeah and there's like dave Strooge, brad haroff um paddock's right there they're all kind of standing or sitting with each other and he makes and he does this move like cuts back toe drag backhand dish score and i'm like i like i like open my eyes and i like look up at the guys Cause i was just talking to him and they're sitting there laughing like they just know like this kid's a this that cheat code he's so good <laughs> He made three vets just look like idiots. <laughs> and that was the worst part, and I kind of felt bad for everyone online. I mean, everyone's, like, carving the guys that didn't walk, but, like, those are veteran players. Like They're mm-hmm. 19, 20-year-olds yep. that are getting abused by Connor Bernard, who just turned 16 two months ago. Um, you're right, though. You said it Nail it on the head. Go watch this kid play, especially if you're from Regina, you know, Saskatoon, PA, and you're in the area when the paths are coming to town or yeah. you're coming this way because at some point in the next year, two years, he's gone. You know, obviously, granted, he stays healthy when, it, when whatever, but he's going to be a high pick in the draft, and oh, he's yeah. going to be gone. Yeah, so, this doesn't happen very often, and, like, I cannot tell you how good this kid is. And you can't miss him. He wears 98. Yep. And he's disgusting. So, yeah, you nailed it on the head. Check him out as this podcast has been launched. Launched. I believe the – oh, yeah, we're – we're, we're a day ahead, but Tuesday night would have been – Blue and white, 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 white game. game. $5 entry fee. $2 if you're under 12 Again, yeah, I don't well. know. Anyways, check out the Pats. Go watch for Connor. Connor Bedard. He's going to be selling tickets. Selling tickets and cashing checks. Yeah. At 17 <laughs> What? Okay, um, let's talk about last week's guest, though, too. Another stud, uh, Cole Sillinger. People were absolutely buzzing. I, I got tons of notes. I'm sure you got a few text yep. messages. The DMs were going, uh, and the numbers were up really yeah yeah so you know still had a lot of fun with that it was very everyone could hear just how professional he is you know he handled him so well so well with an interview just with us and we're you know we're just two dudes just you know him really well and yep. i know him since he was as tall as that water glass there but um yeah but i had a lot of fun with it i think he he had fun and he said he wants to do it again whether it's in the season or at the end so yeah uh yeah i had a great time too i ended up hanging out with him that night as well and um I even got a, like, Mikey, his dad, was texting me saying, like, thank you. Like, thanks for looking out for Cole. But, like, I didn't need to look out for Cole. Cole's such a professional, and, you know, he knows what to do. He knows what to say. And uh, he opened up to us pretty good there, too. He's telling us some good stories, and, you know, good for him. And he's down there in Columbus now. I've been seeing him snap stories. He's had some sick courses. He's laying by the pool every day. He's living the show life. life right now. Yeah, tough life. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what I said, I think, last week we talked about it, or maybe just even after the podcast we recorded, I was like, probably a good thing we got him on, because he, he was leaving, like, five days after that. Yep. Uh, You know, I, I don't think you mentioned it, but walk us through um, the oatmeal cookie situation. To, I don't think he did now, now that I remembered it now, and men's night experience with him. Okay, so we, we recorded, and then me and him played men's night together at the Royal, so our group was me, my dad Todd, Cole, his dad Mike, and then Ryan, the GM of the Royal pretty freaking good crew. That day, yeah. <laughs> I want to say, so Mikey, I want to like I don't know the exact number, but he had a lot of bets going. <laughs> Shocker. And, and they were all Cole was all involved with them. Cole had no say. I me and Cole were in the cart and we I think I believe we started in 18. Yeah, we did. And uh Mike and Todd were in another cart and they came later. And then Mike said, "Yeah, we got some bets going, Cole." I want to say he probably had over 3 grand going, making his 18-year-old kid play for 3 grand. <laughs> I mean, oh he gosh. just signed but yeah, that's that's one story. And then after, you three get... Three grand. I would say probably three grand was going that night, just on Mike. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, crazy. It's so many bets going. So it adds up real quick. Yeah, I guess. And uh, so after, we're having supper, whatever, and it's the buffet. And it, I believe it was chicken and dry ribs. but Or no, pizza and dry ribs, sorry. And uh, we end up eating... <laughs> that would have been a weird combo. The, chicken and <laughs> <ribs>. <laughs> Wake up. Chicken. Um, turn your brain on. Yeah, turn your brain on. Um, <laughs> mm. So we end up finishing supper, and I always go get this. I forgot what kind of pie it is, but it's got like the white fluffy shit. And I grab a macadamia nut cookie and I go, Cole, send Simon. Like, you want an oatmeal cookie? And he's like, nah, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, whatever, man. So I go grab dessert and I come back with one oatmeal cookie and I give it to him. And he, did he eats this thing in two bites. And he's like, that's the best cookie I've had in my life. <laughs> He's like this, he's like these cookies are unreal. Gets up, goes and grabs another one <laughs> and mucks it again. And he's like, I can't stop eating these cookies. So earlier in that day he's telling us a story in his interview how he's just like that's That's his, his chi that's food. his chi. His oatmeal cookies. This guy <laughs> this guy proceed to have maybe twelve oatmeal cookies after supper. Dude, he was making me get up <laughs> to go get him cookies because he didn't want to look like a fat fuck. <laughs> it's <laughs> 38 oatmeal cookies <laughs> it was it was <laughs> funny I'm like you weren't kidding like this is your cheat meal eh? like holy shit dude you're <laughs> just mucking these cookies oh what a beauty yeah good kid yeah so i hope everyone enjoyed the interview with uh with cole it was a lot of fun uh he enjoyed it <clears throat> we enjoyed it and that's all that really matters i guess yeah so well obviously and the listeners enjoyed it but what else is up? I mean, I, I know you're uh, you're a big TV guy, Netflix guy, movie guy. What uh, what new movies are you into? Uh, well, this past week, I watched the the new hockey movie, that Untold Crime and Penalties. Right, yeah. Which is just wild. And then a couple weeks ago, when it was me, you, Troy, you guys said watch The Joker. I'm going to watch The Joker as well. <laughs> yeah, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I loved both of them. What? Um, yeah, I watched the Danbury Trasher movie, The Untold Stories. When, uh, so I pinned it three weeks ago, and it came out, and I was at home one night. Probably had one too many cocktails, and I was tired, and I watched it the next morning, my I'm like, game on. And turned it on, it was, this was exactly what, what AJ Dante, and he's just like, I like WWE, and I love the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. And it exactly was that. It was just fighting, and you fight, you know, not it was like the UFC fighting. The bad boys of hockey. Yeah, it was like the new age Philly, Philly Flyers. Yeah, well, that's whatever the trainer was. Like, it was a nutcase, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what he's like. We tried to recreate the, <laughs> the, the Flyers. The Flyers. Yeah, I know. And it, it was kind of cool to see, like, I mean, obviously, like, there's some, you know, legal issues that went on <laughs> with that with that program well, and whatnot. Was, their team was ran by the mob. <laughs> so, yeah. It, so, it's kind of crazy to see what went from, like, you know, all the mob stuff and then, like, how much money somebody has from getting paid to play, Yeah. you know, bringing a guy like Mike Rupp because AJ went to a game the year before to watch him in the cup final. He scores the game winner. He's like... I like that guy. Yeah, and just calls him up, and you know who knows what Mike Rupp was making—probably five hundred K. Yeah, none of these guys actually said what they're making, but though actually the one time the, the the two twins, oh yeah, they're talking. like, Yeah, the guy went down and scored a game winner on a breakaway, came in and threw ten grand on the shirt, on the front lo- the logo. Boys. Yeah, the Yeah, the boys like going to the bar. <laughs> How about was it? Um, what is the guy's name? The tough fighter guy. Well, they're all tough, but was the the main guy? Brad. Brad. Wingfield. Wingfield. How about the GM calls or the owner calls down <laughs> during O Canada or, or the national anthem, USA national anthem and yeah. says, you're fighting for a shift. Yeah. he gets get things going. He's on the bench. Okay. Looks up at the booth. Dude, that's so intimidating. Imagine that guy. Yeah, it's like, that's like Russia stories. Oh Yeah. On Netflix. So check it out today. That was Unreal. Yeah, dude these joker. I'm just I'm gonna keep on going. The numbers that these guys put up, like three hundred and twenty penalty minutes in thirty (laughs) six (laughs) games. This one guy had seventy five pims in three games. Oh my gosh. Chad Wagner, three games played. Zero points, seventy (laughs) five (laughs) pims. What are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> to get that many, he's fight. He, he probably fought for a hundred grand. He murdered a ref. <laughs> I hope not. Probably, <laughs> these guys are nuts. And then, uh, oh, that in their second season, and Brad gets slew foot and breaks his leg. Oh, yeah. And then his first game backs against the guy who slew footed and broke his leg. That's some young blood stuff right there. That was like uh, exactly young blood. I, I got cringed watching because they when they re showed, he's like, My leg was upside down. I was like, He's, he's That's screaming. Disgusting. Yeah, this guy's tough as nails, and he's sitting there screaming. On the ice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, what's it called in? The Untold Stories of? Untold Crime and Penalties. Check it out on Netflix right now. It's unreal. Honestly, I don't know how I've never heard of this team, though, before this. I know. Crazy. They had I... John Marasty on the team, too. Dude, Wayne Gretzky's brother was the captain. The yeah. first ever captain of the Danbury Trashers. Yeah. What's his name, what's his name again? Brent. Brent Gretzky. Yeah. First ever captain. Crazy. Wild stories. Yeah. And then the Joker I watched and it was a hell of a movie. I know it's a lot into it and mental health and you got to really watch the movie to get what's going on. And cause the shit that happens at the beginning of the movie, comes back up and later. Yeah. So if you weren't paying attention early, you won't get it at the end. But yeah. dude, right at the end when he, uh, when the ambulance dummies, the cop car, when he's getting arrested and then he, he gets pulled out of the back of the window and then he ends up coming back to, uh, waking up from being unconscious and stands up and he's got a bloody mouth. He sticks his fingers in his mouth and he makes the smile. I'm like, dude, that's so sick. And there's like the oh, whole yeah. ride in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, I was fired up. I thought it was pretty sweet. I thought that movie was super cool. Yeah. And I don't know if there's a joke or two or whatever, if they're going like move on from that one. But if they do, I'm excited to see the next one. Cause I was like, I think the movie ended at a point where I was like, okay, I'm happy it's over. But also, I want I want more. Yeah. And I think those are the best movies that she'd kind of want you more. Wanted to want, watch more. Jeez. Sorry. Jeez. Uh, I watched a new movie on the weekend. Yep. I watched Bahamian Rhapsody. Yeah. Sick. Not a mo- new movie, but yeah, it's, new it's, to you. It's new to me. I would never got around to seeing it. But then I got to finally watch it. It's a super cool movie. Yeah. Then I followed up. The, ne- the next day, I watched the documentary on... Freddie Mercury Super cool And then I watched Walk the Line again Great movie Johnny Cash I love those documentaries Nothing better than a documentary Or like Even like how Bohemian Rhapsody And then like The Dirt I love Like I think that's so cool Like those movies like that Where they're based on real events But played by different characters Yeah I think it's so sick Yeah I'm a huge documentary guy Yep So All those movies All those documentaries Check them out I mean we love movies around here Yeah and the office. Big time office guy. Yeah, I know you are. Oh yeah. It's only that's the only show I can't quote with you. <laughs> I know. And I need you to get into it because right. once you do you're, just, you're gonna love it. I uh I got a funny pin. So this past week in Calders in Portage. Yeah. And so La Prairie. Yeah, Portage La Prairie. Nice. The Plap. Did you French. like French. Good French. you like it? that? Well yeah. I lived there for a year. Oh, so on. I became really good friends with one of the marketing ladies there and she sent a she sent two gifts home with my family so it's a mug that says eat a dick <laughs> this is her humor and then she sent me like a pin little pin it's like uh what do you call those fucking things like a movie theater that like, claps you know what i'm talking about like where it's like action oh I um, think. take 42 yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. so it's that and then it, on the thing it, on the pin it says i quote oh fuck what does it say i speak fluently in movie quotes that's <laughs> me and you. <laughs> me and you have we should full, ask for another one. Yeah, me and you literally just have full-on <laughs> conversations through movie quotes. Oh, and you gotta. Yeah. Because I think that, that brings up the humor in everyone. Brings up humor. You you have to watch The Office, though. Once you get into it, you're going to be like, wow, what have I meant? I did the same thing as you. I hated it. Couldn't get into it. The pandemic hit. I watched it 700 times in four days. <laughs> and I was like, this is unbelievable. It's so funny. If you, if you just spent a week and watched... Two seasons, you're in. You'll never go back. It goes on every night in my bedroom, every night. So you fall asleep too? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's my it's my alarm and my bedtime song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else we got here before we go to our guests today, Rip? Um, I don't know. I don't really got much else here. Okay, well I'll rip off our uh, our guests today. If you think of anything, let me know. All right. Justin Wood finishing third at the Canadian Mid-Am Championships. Up in Fort McMurray. Uh, Woody and I have golfed together a lot right from day one in junior golf to you know continuing into the amateur side of things. Great person from Unity, Saskatchewan. We had a twenty eight minute chat with him. Um talked all all the way from his college golf experience, uh his amateur golf experience his, is 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 the wood dog. And uh yeah, great podcast with Justin Woods, so Rip anything else? Um I do got in something else that yeah. came to my mind. So when we were recording last episode yep. when the TV kept on going off. Tornado. Yeah. Tornado yep. warnings. So Oh, that storm. that storm. Yeah, the storm. Wild. It was nuts. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm out. Can you hear me? Oh my gosh. Here hey, we go. Hey, we're hey. back. Whoa. Speakers. <laughs> Volumes. Whew. Audio connection issues. Yeah. Yeah, that storm was nuts. But good thing we left when we did though. Literally, it hit us two minutes later. I thought someone was shooting through a window. That's how loud the hell was. I yeah. Uh, he was. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> it was crazy. I was yelling because we couldn't even talk normal. Yeah. Was, so so I leave, and uh, I'm driving north on Rochdale to go like the long get back onto the ring road. Just past Davids, yeah. Yeah, just past Davids, and I forget what that street is called. Right Courtney. Beside- Courtney. So I get to Courtney, and there's right at the end, of, right at the end of uh, right beside Courtney's wide open farmer's field, right? There's 30 cars parked in this field facing north, watching the clouds come towards the city. I'm like, I'm like, whatever. I turn left. (laughs) I end up getting on. I'm not even at the ring road yet. And then my baseball group chat fires up. Nolan Bracken lives deep north. Like by me. Yeah. No. Farther than you, though. Like Basically towards Lumsden. Oh, well. And uh, I'm not even at the ring road yet. So I just see these cars four minutes later. I'm still driving. He throws in the group chat, his fucking window's getting pelted by hail. And I'm like, oh, those cars got smoked. <laughs> <laughs> those idiots. Well, that's funny you brought that up because I, I remember I was uh, I went to Nissan the next day. And they're like, hey, do you have any hail damage? I'm like, "Nah, I don't think so. Well, they come outside and they're like, the fuck you don't? <laughs> There's hail damage on my hood and the sides. I'm like, yeah, yeah I just I didn't see that very well. Looked at it in the dark. <laughs> Looked at it with your eyes closed. <laughs> yeah, so I end up getting home. I got home before the storm even hit my house in the east. And then uh, I proceed to have supper. I'm the only one home. I thought I was the only one home. Random's coming in The windows are getting pelted with hail. Calder comes downstairs. What the fuck? <laughs> he was having You're a nap. Sleeping, right? <laughs> 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 and his windows are just getting pelted with hail. <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, the next day we played, or two days later we played uh, a baseball game, and they we are sitting there bullshitting in the dressing room. One of my teammates shows me his the siding on his house looks like Swiss cheese. He had like the plastic <laughs> siding; it was all taken off. It looked like Swiss cheese. It was yeah. This this thing did some damage. It was uh, the biggest storm that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, in end of August. Since when do we get rain then? Yeah, it looked like someone snowed, or it snowed. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rip. Uh, Great chat today, as always. But uh, I think it's time we send over now to Justin Wood. Yeah, give us to the Wood Dog. We hope you guys enjoy
1: it. Off the Huzzle is proudly presented by Cutter and Buck Clothing. Cutter and Buck Clothing is crafted for your active lifestyle, engineered for exceptional versatility, so it'll be perfect for work, work from home, travel, date night, golf, walking, boating, hiking, and entertaining. Their clothing is thoughtfully engineered with performance features like moisture wicking stretch, UPF for sun protection, and with easy care and time-saving features such as durable collars, added spandex, and blended fabrics that are comfortable and stylish. Cutter & Buck shares their commitment to sustainability with their commitment to sustainable products, sustainable operations, and sustainable production. When you choose Cutter & Buck clothing, you are getting the genuine spirit of the Pacific Northwest. Check out Cutter & Buck on all their social media platforms.
0: righty. we were pleased to be joined by another Sasky fella. I grew up playing golf with this guy and we still compete to this day. He's from Unity, Saskatchewan, the 2016 Sask Amateur Champion and an all around great guy. Pleased to have on today, Justin Wood.
2: Thanks, Drew. Happy to be here.
0: Oh, yeah, buddy. This is this. Now we're getting right down to the, the beauties of the pod now. <laughs> right into the old days. Okay, no man. I want to chat about right into it here. Unity, Saskatchewan, growing up there, what kind of hobbies you're doing, sports, uh, you name it, man. Walk us through it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Growing up in in Unity, small town, like 2,500 people. um, I had two sisters, uh, an older and a younger, and we were all doing uh, a lot of sports. Uh, I played volleyball, hockey, badminton, and then got into golf kind of uh, probably like 11, 12, 13, um, both my sisters played ball and I, I, didn't, I didn't play ball. So it was kind of something that my, my parents could, could dump me off at the golf course and and I could kind of entertain myself for a couple hours, which turned out pretty well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that led me to my next question when he started playing the game, but let me ask, you know, when the passion came for, cause I mean, like you and I've played since day one together, but I mean, you know, we both have a passion for the game, but when did you really go, Hey, like, I'm pretty good at this and and, and it's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, it was pro- it was after a few years of playing. I was probably 14, 15, maybe 16 in around there. Um, and I started playing some some just local junior stuff and I I won a couple tournaments and I I thought I was I thought I was pretty good for I was pretty good for like being in the Unity area and then then I started to play in the bigger tournaments like the the MJTs and the Provincials and I realized that there's a, lot, there's a lot more going on outside of just my little kind of circle in unity. So, it, yeah, I just kind of started to get competitive at that point when I started getting a little better and then realized that there was a long way to go still.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Then those are the dog days, hey? Like, that's when we got yeah. we all kind of figured it out in the, the MJT side of things. And, you know, and then obviously when we, we got at the adult, you know, the amateur side of things, it gets a lot tougher. But mm-hmm. just sticking with junior here, I mean, you have went to a couple of junior nationals. Not a big deal. I haven't, but and, and I never will. But walk us through, you know, they mentioned the junior days, but also the experiences you had at junior nationals.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of had like my uh coming out party, I guess, was uh, I can't remember what year it was, but there was a, a junior provincials in Swift Current at Chinook, and I shot 67 the first day and, and took the lead. And I had I don't think I'd shot under par in a in a tournament, like a bigger tournament, like an MJT year provincials before that. Yeah. And then I kind of kept it together and got one of the last couple of national spots. And I remember going to, uh, Morgan Creek in BC and for being my first nationals experience. I mean, the rough was super long. It was a long course. And I just looking back, I was just not, uh, not prepared for, for that kind of like out of Saskatchewan golf yeah. experience. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, it was a great time. It was a good experience. But just seeing, like, how good some of those older guys were and how much m- more ready they were for that kind of golf at that time than I was was a eye-opening experience, I would say.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that that's a common answer. People, you know, they say when they go play a junior event or, you know, from Saskatchewan, especially going to play national events, like, you know, the courses are really tough. And not that ours aren't, just that yeah. especially when there's a national event going on. I've never been, but from what I've heard, you know, rough as lawn greens are rolling at a 13 and a half. Like we're just not used to that. And we play yeah. way less than everyone else does. Right.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. So I want to chat, you know, you go to Lethbridge for a couple of years, transfer to, I'm probably going to mess this up, Montevallo in Alabama. Yeah. Montevallo. Yeah. Oh, nice. Close.
2: Okay. <laughs> Pretty good.
0: We'll start with Lethbridge here and then we'll walk th- toward Alabama, but. Yeah, walk us through your first two years in uh, Lethbridge.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, coming out of high school, I mean, I was a decent junior golfer in Saskatchewan, but there's obviously a a lot, uh, like bigger powerhouses than than us guys from Saskatchewan. At least coming out. Um, (laughs) But no, I I I was looking into going to the states, um, but I want I always wanted to go somewhere like South where I could play all year round, Um, and then I kind of started talking to Trent Matson through the MJT who was at the time the coach in Lethbridge. Um, and he basically convinced me, he just said, you know, come to Lethbridge. We'll play at the program here. If you, if you get better, if you work hard, then you can kind of think about transferring after your second year. I got my diploma for in marketing and, and it worked out that, you know, I, I practiced pretty hard and got a little bit better. And then Trent helped me a lot with the recruiting side of things. And yeah, I ended up transferring to Montebello.
0: Okay. So, I mean, now let's talk about Alabama and we just, we went over this, how, you know, a lot of players play more than us down in Saskatchewan, but you and select others like Cade and Chubbs and those guys go down South, you know, walk us through playing down in Alabama for was it two years there as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I went to school for three years down there, but I, I only played on the team for two years cause I ran out of eligibility. Um, but yeah, man, it was a, it was an awesome experience. Like I got super lucky. I, I really enjoyed, where I was my coach was pretty good uh the guys on the team were were great we we got to use some nice facilities um and play and I played in lots of tournaments um and yeah just being able to play all year it makes a massive difference um oh yeah it's it's it, it just yeah it opened the door to I mean I played my best golf coming back in the summer um after playing for those like two or three years just keeping on playing I just felt like I was kind of ready to go at any moment and yeah it's a big advantage when you can when you have access to something like that and you're just able to practice or play all year
0: so did you win in 2016 was that the 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 summer after your last year or first Uh,
2: i still had i I believe i still had one more year to go so i i i I was done with my eligibility but i had one more year to go um down in the states so i did go back and uh after i won the am yeah
0: okay walk us through and it was 2016 correct Correct. 2016 men's amateur champion Justin Wood. Uh, walk us through. You know, you know what, man, I love this shit. Like, I love winners, and yeah. and, and I'm sure you would have heard the last 80, 87 episodes. Like, I just love to hear the winning stories. That's, that's what I'm about. Like, I love, yeah, love hearing these stories. So, walk us through. You know, day one to day day four, and yeah, the win.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really. I remember going into the tournament the The most confident that I've ever been in my game. I wouldn't say that I it was like I was playing the best I'd ever played, but for some reason I was just like, I think I'm, I think I'm going to win. I went in with that mindset. Like I told my parents, like I think I might win the amateur this week I don't, for whatever reason. I, I barely, I rarely ever had that before. Um, and it just kind of worked out. I don't really recall too much. I remember playing solid the first three days and and then getting into the final the final round final group and then the final round was just a, a roller coaster. I mean, there was so, so much going on. Like the first hole I, I hit a approach shot and it hits the flag on the fly and bounces out to 30 feet on the fringe. I'm like, okay, this is how this day is going to go. That's great. <laughs> and then I cash the 30 footer. So I'm like, okay, well we're rolling again. And I, I hold out for Eagle, um, from like 80 yards on number six and then made another birdie and then had like three three putts in a row like there was just so much going on
0: Um, you you were fighting yourself the whole time yeah
2: yeah (laughs) I mean it it was it was it was emotionally physically you know exhausting um but I remember getting to 18 and I saw that Jeremy I had a four-stroke lead and I, I was gonna hit iron off the tee and then I decided to to hit driver and my thought process was if I hit it right or left at least with driver I'm already way up there and I can take a drop if I, if I hit a bad one. And of course I hit probably the worst shot I've ever hit in my life. Just have to drop like eight feet off the tee box basically. Cause it, it went so far right into the hazard. And then, uh, I remember plugging like my fifth shot into the front bunker, but once I got it on the, onto the green, I was like, okay, I've got four putts to get down from here from like 10 feet. I'm like, okay, this is, I think we can do this now, but that 18th hole probably lasted about an hour and a half in my head.
0: And and you won at Warman, correct?
2: At Warman, yeah, at the Legends.
0: That eighteenth hole is a beast.
2: Yeah, I have uh it's I have a love-hate relationship with that hole for sure.
0: I've seen even like you know, guys back when we were junior, I've seen guys like play that hole and they're like, Yeah, I shot a twelve on this hole today. Like- it's
2: easy to it's easy to do. I mean it's it sounds weird to say, but it's easy to do out there, especially as you know, and warm, and the wind gets whipping. Oh yeah, seventy k, and you're looking at hazard on the right, hazard on the left, skinny green hazard up by the yeah. green. Like it can, it can get away from you quickly on that hole.
0: Everyone sees par five and green light. It's like it's playing like a par six today. So yeah,
2: no doubt, no doubt.
0: Okay, man. Well, I want to chat now too. Obviously, like we just talked about, you winning the amateur. You know, when did you really figure out? You know how to win. I mean, because you know, I found a way how to do it in junior golf and I thought that was, I was good at it. I won, I won quite a bit. Yeah. I haven't figured out at the amateur level yet to the extent that you guys are on. Um, but you know what I want to just chat about, maybe, maybe you learned down in college or you learned it after the amateur, you know, just walk us through, you know, all your success lately and just how you really got your game carved.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would say it, it's just kind of a, it's just kind of a mindset. Um, some of my best tournaments that I've had, I know the one, my, my best performance in, in college, um, I definitely didn't have my best game, but my, my, the mental game and just being confident and, and like a never give up mentality and just believe like that's that inner self-belief that those guys out on tour have, it doesn't always come across for some of those guys. Yeah. Like, a, like for example, like a Brooks Koepka, it comes across like that guy believes in himself. He, he believes he's going to beat everybody every single day. Yeah. And it's that kind of mentality that that I think people it, it's tough it's tough because golf just beats you down. Like it's such a hard game. Oh yeah. Um and you're never going to play perfectly all the time and you're never going to be playing your best going into every tournament. Um but that's that I don't know that seems to be at the base of of all of my successful tournaments is i go in and i'm i'm feeling like i'm ready to to play well it doesn't necessarily always happen but um i don't know if i've ever went into a tournament kind of doubting myself and then played well
0: yeah and that's a good analogy i mean i think that everyone should do that i mean like how often do you do you go to a golf course saying well i'm not gonna win today yeah like, well now you're now you're already five shots back now of the guys in your group right there's a hundred yeah. guys in the field like so you gotta be confident for sure and, and, and it's not cockiness, it's just being confident in, in yourself and your yeah. own. So,
2: yeah, you need to, you need to have that internal self belief for sure.
0: So, speaking of the, the inner self belief and the confidence, you had a hell of a week up in uh, Fort Mac, And correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, third place.
2: Yep, tied for third.
0: Tied for third. And I believe the first or the best finish by a Saskatchewan player since Tyler Wright, Hall of Famer. My rammer on there. Am I correct?
2: Yeah, you're correct. God,
0: my notes are good, eh? Just kidding. <laughs> Blank screen, all up here.
2: <laughs> I believe it.
0: Okay, let's walk through. Yeah, that week, man. I mean, you you finished third. You had a hell of a week. I watched, you know, online. Um, yeah, walk us through
2: it. Yeah, I mean, I'd heard that it was a tough course going in. Um, not extremely long, but it just bush on every side. And then when we got there, I realized that yeah it's it was a tough course the greens were rolling 11 and a half 12 ish so that's tough enough already and then literally bush on every single shot like you could not take a shot off and it didn't matter if you were hitting five iron off the tee or driver like you had to just you had to get it in play um so it was a stressful stressful course to play um but yeah i i would it kind of suited me like I was just hitting three wood off the tee a bunch of times, which I think is probably my my best club in the bag. Um, I started off pretty rocky. I flared a hybrid into the bush on my very first shot of the tournament. Three putted, made triple. So I'm thinking, okay, one. this is this is a great start. Love that. Um, and then played really nicely from there. Played three under coming in on the last 17, and and played pretty well again on the second day, and and then yeah, got into the final group, getting into the final group on, 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 uh, the third day and then staying there for the fourth day. That was, that was really big for me for, for my confidence. Cause there's, there have been guys,
0: at a national level too. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Great. And they're like, you hear, I've heard stories about some guys that have got into the final group on the third or, or the last day and, and, and that, you know, they don't play as, as well as they had been playing. And it's so easy to do. I mean, it's a stressful yeah. situation and the golf courses are, the, the line between you know 72 and 78 is razor thin yeah um, but getting that experience and 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 being able to kind of compare my game to those guys that are that are playing their best it was really cool it was fun
0: yeah that's awesome man well i was pumped for you and you know i think everyone in Saskatchewan that golfs and you know that plays in the circuit especially guys like me cuz i'm sure you you solidified a few extra spots <laughs> for next year so yeah uh, thank you Um, you know, you mentioned how hard it was, but, and this is another question I like to ask all you guys, because, you know, we're the same age, and you know, we we do the same golf. You know, I mean, we golf together all summer. But, what preparation did you take differently going into the, you know, the mid-am championships, and especially maybe even the last day?
2: Yeah, I mean, I got pretty lucky this year. Um, I did I, I did quite a bit of of traveling around, and and the week before the mid-am i was in toronto um playing a pretty nice golf course out that way with some a few guys from riverside okay and, and the greens were rolling 12 12 and a half so to be able to putt at greens like that yeah. and then the, you know the next week be able to kind of putt the same speed was huge yeah. um i mean i lagged it really really well and that's I mean, that's a good way to put it. It was a lot of lag putts and hitting it into the middle of the greens. Yeah. So that was one kind of the way I was playing and the way the golf course kind of was being asked to be played. Um, so that was really helpful this year. Um, and then I just kind of went in with a really open mind this year too. Like I had no idea what to expect being my first mid amateur. Um, I heard it was a little bit more relaxed uh, environment than the, than the amateur where you got, you know, the guys rolling up with the Florida bags and the, yeah. Florida State and all these all these guys got their coaches and the flight flight scopes or whatever on the range. It was a little bit more relaxed, so I just kind of went in and didn't have too, too high of an expectation. Um, just didn't think about it too much. And and then once I started playing, I realized that it was a good course for me, and I just kind of believed, I guess.
0: Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so and I want to ask, and I want to say – Actually, no, I I don't even know. So I'm just going to ask the question, plans on going pro or just dominate the AM circuit?
2: (laughs) Probably just dominate the AM circuit. Hopefully. I like it. I Um, like it. Yeah. I, I thought about it when I was going to school. Um, and if I could go back after, after going down to the States and realizing, you know, that golf pool, um, and how hard those people, uh, are working, um, I mean, I loved growing up in unity and I, and I, I've, I've always been a, like a hardworking golfer. I, I wouldn't yep. say that I'm naturally gifted with a beautiful swing, but I work, I, I, I put in the hours and, and grind it out of the dirt. Um, but I, and so I thought I was a hard worker until I saw some of what the, some of those guys were doing yeah. down there. And that kind of was my aha moment of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of competing with these guys, but they're, they're playing pretty darn good and they've got these resources and so and I'm, I'm i'm happy with uh dominating the the mid-amateur circuit i guess in saskatchewan or, or trying my best um
0: so, confidence yeah.
2: baby love That's it right. <laughs> we'll, don't, we'll don't
0: shrug your shoulders i love it be confident i love it <laughs> okay uh before we go into our questions from the gallery and there's a, there's quite a bit of questions here but um you know i i still think that we're young both of us but if for the young listener today we have lots of them listening Uh, I'm sure you've heard the pod before and, you know, we ask this question lots, you know, what it takes to make it to college golf, you know, how, why, how'd you do it? Um, You know, should, uh, you know, young players get into playing golf events at a young age and, and why? Uh, Just some advice for the young listeners there, Woody.
2: Yeah. I mean, it kind of just goes off of what I was just saying. Um, I mean, obviously you want to, you want to have fun with the game. That's first and foremost. Yeah. Um, But the, the harder you work, the, the better off you're going to be. And, and, and there, and, and just know that the harder, I mean, there's always somebody that's working harder than you. And, and, and so that's, that's kind of what I've kind of learned. Um, and so, yeah, just have fun with it. And it's, it's good to play in, in a lot of tournaments um, as long as you're having fun with it. Uh, but don't live and die by each tournament. I mean, you're not going to play your best every single time but you're going to learn every single time. Um, And you're going to learn how to grind when you're not playing your best. And you're going to learn how to play your best under pressure in in those tournaments. And every, every experience uh, just goes to, goes to the memory bank and it'll help you down the road. So just have fun, work really hard and, and yeah, just enjoy yourself.
0: Well said. Okay. Off to our segment called questions from the gallery sponsored by Molson Coors. Coors Seltzer is on a mission helping restore fresh water to Canada's rivers through the Change the Course Foundation. Enjoy the Coors Seltzer Mixer Pack with four great flavors, black cherry, mango, grapefruit, and lemon lime. I love them. If you don't, you should. Check them out today. Molson Coors, the official sponsor of Off the Hazel Podcast. All right, Woody. There's some questions written in here. You know, we have our cliche ones as well for you. Number one, lowest round and where?
2: uh lowest round and where i shot a
0: six which one
2: (laughs) no i shot a i shot 63 um at riverside a few years ago uh in a club match oh boy um and lowest tournament round would be 64 this year at uh at dakota dunes
0: wow was that the central amp
2: that was at the central, yeah, nice. and it could have. I mean, it could always be better, but I uh, I played the five par fives in an even par, which was a Dude, bit of
0: a dagger. Um, <laughs> you would like fifty nine. Watch.
2: It, yeah, I mean, if it was, you know, you expect to birdie a couple of them, right? But <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, can't be greedy.
0: True. Sixty fours are just yes all the score. Great score. Okay. Two uh, favorite course you've played and want to besides Augusta.
2: Okay. Uh, favorite course that I've played probably Shoal Creek in Alabama, um, was was lucky enough to get out there with, with the team in Montevallo, just a super, super private course, but super, super nice, like just unbelievable conditions. Um, and then a place on my bucket list, um, you know, I'd love to play the old course, obviously in St. Andrews. Um, and I would love to play, royal melbourne for whatever reason in australia i would love to play royal melbourne like when i see it on tv just australian golf in general with the the greens like going straight into the sharply cut bunkers and just the way it looks down there just looks awesome i'd love to get on a trip down there sometime
0: (laughs) okay and i've heard that favorite golf course in saskatchewan
2: ah favorite course in saskatchewan um I love I love North Battleford, man. I love yeah, that is the North nice Battleford track. Golf Country Club. It's super under, underrated and under the radar. They um, don't host a lot of golf, golf SAS stuff, so I don't think that a lot of people, and it's a little bit out of the way, so I don't think a lot of people have played it or played it much. Um, yeah. But it's always in mint shape. The greens are are the best in the province or among the best in the province for sure. So that's that one has a soft spot for me for sure.
0: And what is it saying? Every pot goes toward the river?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, th- those greens are are tough to putt for sure.
0: Yeah, they're nice. I, I like that track. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite beverage after a round?
2: Uh, so at the at Riverside, I go with uh, a three quarter o sixteen, one quarter rattler. That's the summer summer drink of choice if I'm, uh, if I'm chilling at Riverside.
0: Woody, is it, this um, is a Molson Coors spot. I,
2: I know, I know. It, it, it's what they have on tap. Um,
0: Dave is going to beat the wheels off you now for saying I know, that. I know.
2: Just uh, edit that part out.
0: <laughs> okay. Are you a, a, a tune guy on the course or no tunes?
2: Um, I don't usually play tunes on the course, but I don't mind them on the course. I, I just don't usually do it myself. But if somebody else is playing tunes, I have no problem with it at all. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Worst and best part of your golf game.
2: Oh boy. Um, worst part is probably the driver. I, I don't drive it particularly well sometimes. Yeah. 300
0: um, yards on the fur, right to left every time. That's boring.
2: <laughs> it's nice when it happens, but this year was, was not a, was not a driving the ball year. Um, and probably the best part about my game would be uh, the short game, chipping and putting, putting yeah, this, putting a hell of a Yeah. Yeah. I, I rolled the rock well this year for sure.
0: Okay. What happened at red tail Wednesday night?
2: <laughs> um, we had a great night, a, a gr- <laughs> had a gr- great steak supper. Um, this was the trip to Ontario that I, that I mentioned a, a little while ago um, with some of the Riverside guys, but, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great night after a, a day, a good day of golfing, played 27 holes, got rained out and during the rain delay, you know, had, had a few adult beverages and, and, uh, and the head hurt a little bit in, in the morning on Thursday. I'll, I'll say that much.
0: Hey, okay, we'll have to revisit that question after this podcast and we'll figure it out.
2: <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>
0: okay was I the most peer abuse or most was I the most peer obese 13 year old golfer that you have ever seen at the Elmwood golf course? Do you know who asked uh, that question?
2: Who asked that question? Can you guess? Is it, uh, Corey Bailey,
0: Griffin Wilson,
2: Griffin Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Griff, Griff, Griff has, Griff had good game. Um, he, he still has good game. I'm, I'm sure I haven't, I haven't seen him play too much recently. And, um, But yeah, no, he 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 had good game. He put in a lot of work, Griffin. Yeah, I I like Griff, he's a good guy.
0: Okay, celebrity crush.
2: Ooh. So that's a that's a great question. (laughs) Um maybe Mila Kunis. She's a big family guy fan, hey. What's
0: that? You're a big family guy fan.
2: Yeah, big family guy fan. No, she is, yeah. She she's got beautiful eyes.
0: That's yeah, that's a valid point. Okay. Okay. I have one more for you here and I, and I just forgot it now. Oh, I didn't. Uh, the most money you've played for in the golf course.
2: Um, well, it, it, it ended up not being, um, ended up not being, uh, given out because we got rained rain delayed at the, at the, uh, at the red tail, but we were playing oh, wow. for, uh, for a grand a guy and that was, that was a lot for, especially for me that that was a lot, um, <laughs> So I was pretty happy that it got rained out because <laughs> we were kind of getting swacked. It wasn't looking good. Oh boy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Actually, here's my last one here. Cause I know that you, you used to use it. I'm not sure. Are you still using the 10 finger grip?
2: Yes. Yes. I, I am a 10 finger guy through and through.
0: Will that ever change?
2: I will never change. Um, I How tried. many
0: coaches have tried to change you?
2: Just Well, I I'll say this. So I took a few lessons from Dana Johnson in Mm -hmm. Battleford when I started and he, he noticed straight away and he, he said, you can change. And he's like, I I think that you might be better off in the long run if you do change, but I'm not going to force you to change. So here, here's what it would be like, go home and try this out. See if you're willing to make the commitment, um, and I, I tried it out and, and, and I wasn't, you know, I didn't really think too far in the, in the long term. So I just said, you know, I'm way better with the 10 finger. So I'm just going to keep going with that. I did take another lesson um, from somebody in Saskatoon. I can't remember who it was um, off the top of my head, but they, they said to change it right away. And then I, I just kind of tried it. And I, I played a couple of rounds and just sucked, sucked with the interlock. Um, so I went back to 10 finger again and then, and then ever since then, I I've had, took a couple lessons, but but nobody uh, nobody's tried to switch it up because it's it's kind of like I've got this far already, you know. So,
0: hey, that's wild to think that you blocked a shot on eighteen at the twenty sixteen M because I have never seen you hit a ball right ever. Like even in Yorkton and what year was that? <laughs> right to left, yeah. right. Like you, if, if there's spotters on the right, move left. Because yeah, we know what's going right to left with Justin Woods' ball, uh, ball. Yeah. T-
2: yeah. I would say that, uh, oftentimes the left side of the golf course gets, uh, gets peppered a bit, but, uh, but I, I do have the bl- the block right in the, uh, in the repertoire.
0: <laughs> well, Woody, all I had to say, man, I appreciate you coming on the pod today. Um, a lot of fun here. Uh, we'll have you on again, but I wish you nothing but the best in the next golf season. I'll see you out there for sure. Keep working on that game. And, uh Congrats again on a great tournament up at uh, Fort Mac and uh, we'll chat soon, man.
2: Sounds good. Thanks a lot for having me, Drew. I really appreciate
0: it. You betcha, buddy. Take care.
1: This episode of off the hosel is brought to you by last mountain distillery. Last mountain distillery is family owned and operated located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of green country. Our success lies in our commitment to producing high quality handcrafted spirits, Our signature products include Saskatchewan's best-selling naturally-infused dill pickle vodka, which is on sale all month long at many places across the province. Also, don't forget to try out their new Hibiscus Lime Vodka, only made by Last Mountain Distillery.
0: All right, Rip. Episode 88 completed with Justin Wood. 28 minutes and change with him. Uh, A lot of fun with that one. Obviously, like I said, you know, in the intro... We golfed as juniors together growing up he's from unity you know we traveled the province together not together but you know always meet at the same tournaments and you know he's continued to play really good golf ever since a junior into amateur golf obviously and uh he still uses the 10-finger grip so that's something that you and him and have haven't yeah. come your ball flights both go right to left all the time <laughs> so I hate it. uh yeah no Woody, good dude had a lot of fun with him uh, he had a great, great tournament up in, uh Fort McMurray, Fort Mac, Fort McMurray, right? Yep. So good playing by him, and yeah, a lot of fun with that, uh, that interview with Justin. So, uh, Rip, what else is up here before we uh, send it off? What else is up? Elkridge uh, Open this weekend. The Elkridge Open. Yeah, big weekend. Isn't I it? don't like that place at all, so. <laughs> he stroked him off for an hour yeah. last pod. <laughs> yeah. uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. In Elkridge, there's a ton of Saskatchewan players playing. Yeah. N- and a lot of amateurs, which is awesome. I Maybe we just, can get one of those guys on. We don't get any of those Saskatchewan Local locals. guys? Yeah, they, we they don't get f- those. We had last... We struggle getting those guys on. Who th- You should look, pull over right now. Who the last four pods were? Wasn't it like Jaden Ty, Justin Wood, um, Hallberg? That list goes on. Oh, Roman. Roman, yeah. So, yeah, we never had those guys on the pod, so... Um, yeah and we'll get more of those guys on too we'll, we'll look forward to uh, you know watching them play you know via social media via the video they have on there what do they have for the McKenzie tour but some guys that list off I could think are going Danny uh, Carson Hardcourt Kozak uh, Campbell Johnson Roman like the list goes on and if I didn't list your name don't take it personally just there's so many of you guys playing we wish you nothing but the best Play well at your home at the uh, the home turf, you call I guess, in Saskatchewan and yeah, yeah. Go light it up, fellas. Light it up. Rip. What else we got here? Uh, nothing much. Another big week coming up for myself. Back on the ice every day. I hear you. Hanging out with the boys. I love it. Back in the swing of things. Back. Oh, that's a good cliche line, eh? Yeah. Back in the swing of things, boys. On the line. Just a bit outside. Yeah. Okay. Quickly here. Social handles at underscore off the hazel on Twitter and Instagram off the hazel on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube page. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for all your hazel inside information. And yeah, we'll have another good podcast next week for episode 89, Sam Gagne episode. The Gagner. Sam is not coming to the show, but I mean, no. that's just his number. Uh, yeah, Rip. Anything else? That's it. Nothing else? Just uh, enjoy the weather here. We got a couple. We got a good week coming up for weather. Won't get much of that left, so. Put on the short pants for the rest of this week and yeah. then into the boots and pants, assuming probably sooner or later here. Yeah. Okay, Rip. Always a pleasure, man. Yeah. Uh, Chat with you. We'll talk to you next week. You bet. All right, dude. Everyone else listening out here, please enjoy the podcast and all the other podcasts. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. See ya.